Knowledge versus experience. Which one would you rather have and which one is most important? That's what we're gonna talk about today on the Behind the Space Bar podcast. Hey everyone and welcome back to Behind the Space Bar. This is the podcast for musicians, music directors, playback techs, really anyone performing on stage with Ableton Live. Now, some days we have episodes where we dive deep on technical aspects of running tracks using Ableton Live on stage. Um, some days it's just simply a, a angry rant from Uncle Will. Hopefully we have less and less of those. And then some days it's, it's, it's um, today's episode. It, it's a bit of a kind of workshop on a general topic that I think um, matters in the field of being a musician, uh, being someone who gets paid for your craft, for your skill, being a playback tech. And so today we're talking about knowledge versus experience. And I, I started the episode asking the question, which one is better? Which one would you rather have? Would you rather um, know a lot about a subject or would you rather have a lot of experience with that subject? Um, take just a second, like, like for real, I, you're listening to this in your car on the way to work, you're listening to this at home, um, maybe while you're working. If you can, just pause for a second and really think about that because I think it's an interesting question now, you may know where I'm going with this. Uh, it's an interesting question when you really stop to think about it. What's more important, knowledge versus experience? Because if we kind of walk this out and we think through it, um, it's hard to get into a field. It's hard for me to be a playback tech if I don't have knowledge about how to use Ableton Live. Uh, but no matter how much knowledge I have about Ableton Live, if I've never actually ran tracks on stage, if I've never um, actually uh, you know, stood off stage running tracks, it's gonna be hard for me to relate to experience that. So think about it just for a moment. Which one's more important, knowledge or experience? And here's what I wanna to present to you today. Here's kind of what I wanna discuss is um, I think both of those are, are highly important and I think both of those are highly valued and they're both skills that we have to develop in ourselves. And I think for those of us watching this, those of us listening to this, if you're listening over on the, um, on the Apple podcast, um, or Spotify, wherever you happen to be listening, it's possible you're listening to this in one of two places. Uh, uh, similar to a previous episode, we talked about creative and technical skills. Uh, I think both of these are important. We have to have knowledge and we have to have experience, but I think all of us naturally have a little bit of more, more of one than the other. And I think there's some downsides when you have more knowledge than experience. And I think there's some downsides when you have more experience than knowledge. So what I wanna do today, just as quickly as possible, I'm gonna try to make this a, a quick episode is uh, just kind of break down each of these, what each of these mean, um, and um, uh, give some pointers, some encouragement if you are heavy on the knowledge and low on the experience, and if you're heavy on the experience and low on the knowledge. Okay, so let's start at the top, let's start with knowledge. Here's the first kind of um, point I want to make that I wanna throw out there. Knowledge doesn't equal experience, okay? Knowledge does not equal experience. Here's an example. Um, I always go back to, here's a story I always go back to. Uh, and I believe if I remember this came from my buddy Ill Factor uh, from Beat Academy. He told this story of being in a studio and um, he was interning for a, a, a um, audio engineer mixer. And um, someone came in, kind of hot shot kid that knew everything, had a lot of knowledge. And as the engineer is, is, is working, uh, he's kind of looking over his shoulder and he's like, no, 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 that's not the shortcut. If you do this, that shortcut is gonna help you blah, 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 blah. And I just remember him kind of saying that the engineer looked at it like, who is this kid? Like, who does this kid think it is? Like, this is a Grammy award-winning engineer that's working and there's some kid off the street that's going, 
oh, you need to do this versus that. Now, that's that's less of the fact that this kid had knowledge and less experience, and maybe it's more of self-awareness, right? Uh, I, so I think that's that's a piece of it. Maybe that's an episode for a whole another day. Um, but yes, he should have awareness that he didn't have enough self-awareness to know this isn't the time or the place to do that. But in that case, that was someone who had a lot of knowledge, but, but not a lot of experience. Um, I think uh, a, a fault, a flaw of those of us that have more knowledge than experience typically is, is I think we tend to be a little on the prideful side of things. We tend to look at what other people are doing and always go, Psh, I could do that better. Psh, there's a better way to do that. Um, I think for those of us that are, and I'm actually going to make a note to link to this because um, I didn't put this in my notes, but um, there was an episode a couple weeks ago that I think is super, super crucial. I said it's a secret uh, that I wish I knew uh, years and years ago when it comes to running tracks, but it applies to life, which is context is king. Context is everything. Um, those of us that are heavy on the knowledge think we know the best way to do everything, think we know um, uh, the, the right approach, but we need to pause and sometimes take a moment just to understand the context in which we're working in, understand why that keyboard shortcut that that engineer is using um, may actually be the best way. Those of us that are heavy on knowledge and low on experience also need to just put uh, a little more emphasis on experience and realize that the, the, the process of just doing, the process of creating um, shapes you and it makes you better. And you start to learn that almost, and I don't want to say this because the knowledge piece of me kind of is pain to, to say this or say it, sometimes it's better to do it the way that takes a little bit longer, but do that over and over and over, then it is to do it the quote unquote right way just one time, right? Uh, because again, with all this knowledge, we have to realize that uh, experience is very valuable as well too, okay? I got a couple pointers here. A uh, couple things, if you are heavy on the knowledge, low on the experience, here's what I encourage you to do. Apply your knowledge, learn to apply your knowledge. So find opportunities to say, I know these Ableton Live keyboard shortcuts. Uh, I've gone through, uh, subscribed to from studio to stage. I watched Will's tracks 101, 201, 301. I need to apply my knowledge. Uh, number two, put it into practice. So what I mean by that is again, you've learned your, your head is full of knowledge. Um, put it into practice, right? Try it. Uh, even if again, I believe we talked about this on how to get started as a playback tech, even if you have to um, uh, offer your services for free and go to a band and say, hey, I'd love to play, uh, run tracks for you guys for a show, couple shows. Uh, I, I'm gonna do this as a career, eventually I'm gonna have to charge, but for you guys, I'd love to do this free, right? Throw yourself out there, apply your knowledge, find yourself uh, an opportunity to put your knowledge into practice. Because what you're gonna start to see, again, like I said, is that experience is really gonna shape and it's gonna sharpen your knowledge. So you, you can know everything, but if you never put it into practice, then it just kind of stays in this useless bucket, right? Knowledge without experience I, is, is not very helpful to me, right? I wanna take my knowledge and, and I wanna share that and I wanna get that out and I wanna put it into practice. Number three though, so, so two, let's go back. Your, your knowledge will be shaped by your experience. Um, you're gonna go, oh, I understand that. But something that's very valuable to me and I'm so grateful and I'm so thankful that I have um, had a career where I've been in a lot of different contexts. Number three, expose yourself to different contexts and different experiences. Because here's what I can say, is for me, running tracks uh, by myself, for myself, as a worship leader at a very small church, 
without a band was a different experience than running tracks as a worship leader um, uh, with a band at a small church. And what I can say is going from that scenario to years later, running tracks in a stadium full of 30,000 plus people for an event where there's a lot of media synced to tracks, full band on stage, again, stadium full of people. I am off stage running tracks is a different experience than those early experiences. Standing on stage, playing electric guitar, running tracks was a different experience than standing off stage. Technically, I was standing in front of house when I did that playback gig, but standing, play, uh, you know, uh, front of house, just doing tracks. Playing an instrument and doing tracks is a different experience than just doing tracks. And then for me, too, con connecting the dots, um, uh, formatting a set for uh, a church that's doing a Christmas thing where there's a lot of tempo, time signature changes is a completely different experience than I'm working with an artist that's an electronic music uh, producer and taking their songs from the studio to the stage, right? And doing tracks for a, a live album recording is way different than uh, doing tracks in a, a live experience where you can repeat, you can do different things. Um, context really has shaped my knowledge, right? Um, I think I... Um, I'm very heavy on the knowledge side. I think I'm also, again, very blessed and fortunate that I'm heavy on the experience side. Um, but there's some experiences I have not had, some experiences uh, I may never have. Um, we'll see. You know, life life isn't over yet. Uh, so we'll see if I get those experiences. But what I can say is the experiences I've had have shaped my knowledge and they've allowed me to understand the importance of context. Again, going back to that episode, Context is King. Uh, again, I'm going to make a note here um, to, to link to that episode in the show notes. But um, Context is King here. You've got to take your knowledge. You've got to apply your knowledge. You've got to, number two, put it into practice. Number three, you've got to expose yourself to different contexts and different experiences. Okay, um, here's something. When it comes to knowledge, the best thing you can do, subscribe to the From Studio Stage YouTube channel. Hit the subscribe button, enable the bell icon every single day. If you're interested in growing your knowledge, uh, if that matters to you, every single day, 10 a.m. Central, I post a brand new tutorial showing you how to use Ableton Live on stage to perform like a pro with Ableton Live. Hit that subscribe button, enable the bell icon. If you're listening over on Apple Podcasts, then you can't see that I just switched camera angles to try to keep you engaged in the conversation. But what you could do to get grow in your knowledge is to uh, subscribe to the podcast over on Apple Podcasts. Do me a favor, leave a rating or review. That helps a whole lot. Okay, so we talked about knowledge. Let's talk about those of you uh, on the experience side of this. And I wanna start with this phrase to start. Experience doesn't equal knowledge. Now we flipped it before and we said knowledge doesn't equal experience and I believe that's true. But uh, this, the flip side of this is experience doesn't equal knowledge. The best way I could think to sum this up, potentially offensive to some people is that's why a old out of shape football coach can be an incredible football co coach. Uh, I'm thinking of two football coaches in my head right now. Maybe you know if you are a little bit into uh, NFL. And I, again, I say football. We have an international crowd. So I'm talking about uh, the, the football that you use your hands and throw a ball, not the football that you kick the ball with your feet, right? Which it's America for you. We use a term that makes no sense. But um, thinking of two coaches right now that are very, very um, well-known coaches, uh, one which could arguably be, arguably, arguably, that is such a hard word to say, arguably, be probably the greatest NFL coach of all time. And then another guy who uh, has a very successful team who are both older gentlemen that are a little on the larger side of things. Uh, I can't imagine they are very, very good football players. So if we looked at them and um, we said, uh, Mr. Bill, Mr. Andy, 
um, uh, we'd like you to go out there and play some football. Now, I may be way off in this. They may be fantastic football players, and I'm completely judging them based on their age and their weight. But I'd have to imagine that they are not going to be the best football players. But you, you take them off the field, and because of their knowledge uh, of the game, um, they are incredible coaches, and they're coaching incredible, incredible teams. Now, paired with that, again, is... Um, uh, the the fact that they have a lot of experience coaching and teaching, and so they have applied their knowledge, they put it into practice, they have exposed themselves to different contexts and experiences. But they're very heavy on the knowledge um, and and less on the actual experience of getting out there. So here's something um, I talking to the experienced people. Let's let just bear with me for a moment. When you're heavy on the experience and low on the knowledge, you can't tend to get stuck in a rut. You tend to get stuck in this is the way we do it. Um, you have your process, you have your software that you use, um, you have a process that works. You're out on the road running tracks, you've been getting paid to do this for many, many, many years, uh, and some new punk kid comes along showing you this other software, wants you to start using it, and you push back and you hesitate because you go, you have no clue the experience I, I have. You have no clue who I've ran tracks for. You have no clue all the different things I've done and you push that person away. Well, I see that happen even in my own life where there's times where um, I am hesitant to try a new software, to try a new MIDI controller, to try a new process, a new way in Ableton Live because I've done this for years and years and years. And I have a process that I've taught people for many, many years that are, uh, are applying in many, many different contexts that I know works. And so a lot of times I'm very hesitant to change. I'm very hesitant to um, uh, opening the doors and trying something new, right? And so I think those of us that are a little heavier on the experience side and less on the knowledge side, I think we tend to be stuck in our ways. We tend to think, oh, I'm not going to try something new. I, I've got my process. I know it works. So here's a um, couple of pieces of encouragement for those of you that tend to be a little higher on the experience side than the knowledge side. And again, this is a hard thing to talk about. When I talk about these football coaches, they're very, very high on knowledge. They're um, you know, probably lower on the side of actually being out on the field playing football, or at least they can't right now, probably in their current stage of life. But they have a lot of experience coaching, so they have both. And I think a good place to be is to have both. But let's talk about, again, just, just strip away that, that, that truth that we should have a little bit of both. Let's talk for those of us that are heavier on the experience side, lighter on the knowledge side, what, what do I have for you? Number one, experience doesn't mean you understand why. That's super important. Experience doesn't mean you understand why, okay? Number two, spend time focusing on why, not just how. Here's what I see a lot of folks, again, that are high on the experience level, is they have their process, um, it works, their computer isn't buggy, uh, you know, the, things just work really, really well. But what they tend to avoid doing is stopping and taking time to understand why they work really well. Uh, when someone wants to introduce something new, they push back because it's different. It's gonna break their perfect system with no issues, which is a good thing to a certain extent. But what they miss is the opportunity to explore something new to go, huh, why is it that um, this thing works or doesn't work? I think it's why sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes I'll post something on um, YouTube and someone will say, oh, I hope Ableton fix that bug because it's been buggy and hasn't worked for 10 years. And you go, 
when was the last time you used Ableton? You know, and, and maybe they used some version of Ableton that 10 years ago had some bug that crashed on their specific keyboard, but they're so stuck on their experience side and they're so stuck in their ways that they're afraid to, um, to dig in and go, okay, why did Ableton crash 10 years ago? Oh, it was only my particular setup. Oh, maybe I'm actually doing something wrong. Maybe it would be beneficial for me to learn more about this, to learn why, to then realize I can integrate this into my setup, right? So number one, um, experience doesn't mean you understand why something's happening. So number two, spend, uh, spend time focusing on why, not just how. Number three, stop and think about it. Um, I think this is hardest for my friends that are out on the road running tracks. And I say this often, I am currently in a, a, a portion of my life, a time of my life where I'm kind of in a lab environment. I mean, I'm in a studio surrounded by gear. I've got three or four pieces of gear on the way right now to prepare for some new videos, to dive deep into some courses. And I have an incredibly blessed and privileged life to have access to that stuff, to spend time learning about it um, and pairing that with my experience and best practices and what I know is uh, the best way to approach using gear, what works and what doesn't work. But I have a really uh, blessed opportunity to, to be in my office to try an audio interface. Whereas a lot of my friends that are out on the road, uh, you know, 10 weeks in a row on a tour, um, they don't have the time to try out a new audio interface because their butt is on the line and tracks have to work night after night for 10 weeks straight in a row. And if they don't, they get fired and go home. Um, they don't have the opportunity to just stop and think about it. And they don't have the opportunity to stop and go, hmm, you know, we, we're doing this really complicated thing. I wonder if we could strip this back and make this simple. Or we're doing this really simple thing. I wonder if there'd be a benefit to us to, to move to Dante, to start using Dante, something like that. Um, I, I know not everyone has that privilege and that opportunity, but whenever you can find it, a weekend off, um, um, uh, you know, take a couple weeks off if you can, or when you're not on a gig currently, take that time to really stop and think about it. Stop to think about your rig to understand why it's working and why it doesn't. And number four, I think this is super important for those of us that are high on the experience level. And I want to give a shout out to my buddy, Mike McKnight. Mike is literally probably the godfather of playback. He's what, you know, the, the role of a playback tech simply would not exist if it was not for Mike. Everyone can agree on that. You could say, well, this person maybe used it before Mike, this person did this band, but every single person can agree. If you have ever been paid to run playback in any environment, you have one man to thank for that, and that's Mike McKnight. And here's something that I love about Mike. Uh, Mike became, I hope he doesn't mind me sharing this, but Mike became a From Studio Stage subscriber, paid From Studio Stage subscriber. I didn't, I didn't give him access to the site for free, um, I don't know, three years ago now, maybe two years ago now. It was early in the, on in the From Studio Stage uh, world. And what continually amazes me about Mike, literally the guy that is top of the top of his game. I mean, no one knows more about playback or is more experienced about playback than Mike. You know, there's probably five people on one hand you could count that um, have similar experience to Mike and even that they are nowhere close to Mike. Um, Mike is a guy who's been a digital performer guy for years, um, knows it inside and out. I think it shaped a lot of how that software was developed. He's shaped and developed a lot of, helped shape and develop a lot of hardware components that are used in the playback world. Um, and Mike continually, at least a couple times a year, emails me and asks me a question about Ableton. Whether he's you know happy about this or this approach in Ableton or not, he's diving deep, man. Mike, of anyone I know, a better example of anyone I know, could just sit back and cross his arms and live out the rest of his life being stuck in his ways doing his thing. 
and he's someone who's continually trying to learn. What's a better way to, what's a better audio interface? What's a better way to connect? What can Ableton do that DP can't do? Um, you know, pushing Ableton to the point where he goes, you know, can it do this? Can it not do that? But he's continually asking questions and there's nothing more humbling to me and truly, truly humbling than to have a, a legend, a genius like Mike McKnight ask my opinion on something or how to do something. And it's, it's a model and it's example to me for years and years to come of the importance of humility and the importance of continually trying to grow and learn. So if you're someone that's heavy on the experience side, um, be like Mike, you know, do, do what Mike does. And no, not Michael Jordan, Mike McKnight, uh, and continually try to grow and learn, right? So navigating this knowledge experience kind of uh, paradox, if you will, or whatever the best word there is, um, uh, I think is actually pretty easy. I think we've to understand we have to have both knowledge and experience at the same time. Again, if you're heavy on the knowledge side, get yourself experience. If you're heavy on the knowledge side, expose yourself to different contexts. If you're, um, we have to have both of these, but if you're heavy on the experience side, continually expose yourself to new learning. Um, stop and think about it. Obsess with why, not just how. And I think if we can all together kind of work on those things, and you'll probably finding yourself bits and, and pieces of that, right? Again, as I'm talking, I can go, well, that, that makes me high on the knowledge you know, ladder. But then we're talking about experience. I go, well, that makes me high on the experience ladder. Well, I think, think about all those at the same time, process those and go, in what ways am I high on knowledge and low on experience? And again, expose yourself to new opportunities. In what ways am I high on experience and low on knowledge? Expose yourself to new learning continually try to grow, continue to try to learn. A great way to continue to try to learn and to grow is subscribe to the From Studio Stage YouTube channel, hit the bell icon so you see when we go live. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave us a rating and review. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you see new episodes when they come out every single Monday. And then Tuesday through Sunday, we got brand new content on the From Studio Stage channel. So again, if you're looking to learn, uh, I can promise you, you're not gonna find a place that has better uh, or more content on how to use Ableton Live on stage than from studio to stage. Thanks so much for watching. Thanks for your support. Thanks for being a part of the community. Uh, let's see, I think, uh, okay, we got one more episode then we get into December. So we're almost in the last month of the year. Let's finish strong, man. Let's 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 uh, really buckle down, uh, commit to learn something new, and I'll see you on the next one. Take care, everybody. Bye.